hit me. From Studio A in Arcata, behind the Redwood Curtain, it's time for... Suckatash. Suckatash Chats, the original comedy soundcast soundcast featuring interviews from comedy... Soundcasts. Comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And here's your host from up the coast, practically unknown outside of comedy soundcast soundcasting, Tyson Saluton, Sakatash, the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast listeners. It is, in fact, I, Tyson Saner, your humble host for the duration of this chats edition of Sakatash, the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast. My guest is podcaster or soundcaster, singer and actor, Corey Epps. Corey was the host of the Evil Teddy Bear podcast for many years and over a hundred episodes. I was even a guest on his show in episode 67 titled Fights Like Tyson back in 2013, which if you are so inclined to listen to, I'll provide that link for you. Now, the Evil Teddy Bear podcast went defunct last year, but recently, Corey has come back on the soundcasting scene with the appropriately titled The Corey Epps Show. We'll be discussing that and other things, so stay tuned, won't you? I've also got another selection of Trump poetry from our almost brand new sponsor, TrumpPoetry.com. We've even got a burst of durst from raging moderate Will Durst, which I was thinking of leading with tonight. But first, I'd like to bring your attention to a special event that Mr. Durst brought to my attention. It's called Comedy Celebration Day. They had their first one back in 1981, and this year, in 2018 for you time travelers, it's being held on September 16th from noon to 5 p.m. It features 40 comics, it's in San Francisco in Golden Gate Park's newly named Robin Williams Meadow, and it's free to attend. They recently reached their GoFundMe goal, but you can still see the promo for the event at www.gofundme.com forward slash comedy dash day dash 2018. That's C-O-M-E-D-Y dash D-A-Y dash 2018. Alrighty then, here's our burst of durst for the program. It's from August 10th of 2018, and it's called Swamp Thing in which our intrepid correspondent goes slightly mad and babbles on and on about the shady, depraved, and transgressive administration. Ain't that always the way? Hey guys, Will Durst here with a few choice words about Donald Trump and his culture of corruption. During the 2016 presidential election, the former New York City real estate developer famously claimed he was going to drain the swamp. But looking at who he surrounded himself with, it's more like he called in all his reptilian buddies to come urinate in the swamp, and now it's not only bigger, but warmer, too. His blatant greed and conman ways give rich people a bad name. Throughout his entire career, the way of Trump has included pyramid schemes, reneging in contracts, unpaid loans, phony foundations, phantom donations, deceit, mendacity, moral turpitude, and bad hair. He is the king of corruption, the Maharaja of malfeasance, Captain Graft, the overlord of orange-collar crime. So you can't blame his appointees. They get into the president's orbit and see everybody else making money hand over fist. They figure they better grab something before there's nothing left. Forbes magazine reports that Trump's Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, might have stolen upwards of $120 million. Forbes! Former EPA Director Scott Pruitt finally resigned after scandals dropped weekly that portrayed him as being more crooked than a dumpster full of wire hangers. Ryan Zinke, the Secretary of Interior, loves to travel first class on the taxpayer's dime and has left a trail of dodgy banking schemes in his wake. 
The first congressman to endorse Trump, Christopher Collins, was just indicted for insider trading, which surprisingly has nothing to do with trading insiders. Michael Cohen, the president's fixer, is presently fixing to fix his fixie. And testifying in court, Rick Gates admitted not only to committing crimes at the behest of Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, but also stealing from him. And Paul Manafort hid his stolen money in unreported offshore accounts. And they both stole from Trump, who steals from everyone. They're the Russian nesting dolls of crime. And there you go, another Russian connection. Coincidence? You be the judge. For Succotash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast, I'm Will Durst. And of course, aside from the event, you can go to willdurst.com for his dates and details and more from the Will Durst Journal, comedy for people who read or know someone who does. All right, it's time for the first part of my interview with Corey Epps. Let's dig in. I got my guitar in my hand. Oh, cool. <laughs> Corey Epps. Hi, uh, this is Corey Epps, yes. Welcome to Succotash, sir. Hello. Hello, this is uh, Corey Epps, podcaster, singer, actor. I think they say actor, right? Uh, they can, yes. They they can and they will. Uh, actor, yes. Some some people say actor, but I believe it's actor. If you say yeah. a- actor, it sort of sounds like uh, like that's actor. Robert, that's Robert Downey <laughs> Jr.'s accent there. When, <laughs> when he's doing uh, Tony Stark, he's like, sure. That's what we're going to sure. do. Sure. It's kind of a, sorry, I don't know the line, but it's, a, it's the way we do it. It's the way my father did it, and it's been working out ever since then. It's, it's kind of, you know. And then he sleeps with somebody. And then he sleeps with somebody. <laughs> so... Corey, there are people who have heard your name mentioned, they've heard your eclipse on this show, and then there are people who don't know anything about you and are hearing you for the first time. So I'd like to ask, when did you first begin listening to, or when did you discover, podcasts, or as we call them here on Suckatash, soundcasts? Soundcasts. Um, well, I first started listening to podcasts uh, probably, I want to say 2009, whenever Smodcast came out. That was my first podcast that I listened to. Um, I ended up, I was living, uh, you know, at that point, I think I was just like 2008. So I was like two years out of high school. Wasn't really doing much of my life and whatnot. And at that point, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and I ended up kind of just wandering around and I discovered Smodcast. And mm-hmm. I remember like how much I really loved Kevin Smith's uh, you know, movies. I was like, okay, I really like him as Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. And so I like his movies. I like his direct. And so I listened to him mm-hmm. and I listened to, I think Smodcast had been out for probably about a year or so at that point now, so that I had a bunch of episodes banked. And this is back when they were on, what's the name of this uh, website? I, I think it's now called, I don't know if it's still up there, a site called Fred. Oh, a site called Fred. Uh, yeah. I think it originally might've been on moviepoopshoot.com or something like that. I mean, it was the same website. I think yeah. they just changed the domain domain name. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I thought that's what you meant by it was at the. But it was yeah. uh, Ken Plume's website. Yes, Mr. Ken Plume. That's right. Who did all so. the the music for their? Uh... <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Sorry, there's a particular moment with Ken Plume that uh, where they're referring to him in one of the Smodcast episodes, because he he goes back and listens and also puts appropriate music. Uh, 
to their just to their conversations. If you, <laughs> I might have made reference to this before on uh, on uh, on antisocial show probably. So one mm-hmm. where um, where they're like they're talking about a deliverance style situation with Ken. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then but Moser's uh, uh, Scott Moser's um, improv was the thing that makes me laugh because it's it's his particular choice of words that always gets me because it's a terrible thing to imagine happening, but his his like you know if he was there in the moment and that was what he said would be hilarious and it was they like uh, they're playing music and I don't even remember what the music cue choice was because it's not that important to the story. It was probably it wasn't. Well, it's also been years now. Like they took all the episodes maybe except for one the first one and took all the music and stuff out. Oh no. Just put them back up as regular podcasts. They did. I did not know yeah. that. Wow. Cause yeah. I've, I've got a lot of those original, uh, soundcasts with their original music. Wow. That's rare. I have stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are on there and I got stitcher premium. So I'm paying like the 34 and you know, 99 a year. Oh, a year. For that. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. At all. Um, especially for a podcast. I was like, that's kind of a steal. And they give you a free month too. So, hmm. um, but a lot of the podcasts that were smodcasts, you know, related are not up there anymore. Like the, uh, one of my favorite ones is from the Smod Castle. Uh, what is it? Mystical, mystic, um, what is it? Um, Dungeon Majors or Mystical Majors or something like that. The one where they played the, the quote unquote D and D podcast. Oh yeah. And he's the seller fella. Yeah. Instead of the dungeon master. And, and they have to suck everything off. <laughs> in order to win. Oh yeah. And I had Mal- Malcolm was there and they, it was like, he had to, it's like, go ahead make the, you know, do, do something as you're walking to, it's like, it's like, Walking to the like, store, walking to market, walking to market, or whatever it was, I can't remember, but they made it into the yeah. acclamation there on the, uh, yeah, I haven't been to the property site in, in, a, in, a, in a while now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff they took down, they still put stuff up on there, but like everything from, everything that's not newer um, is on Stitcher, only exclusively on Stitcher right now that um so you can't really go back and go on itunes and listen to like episode one of smodcast or wow uh episode one of babylon or something they have to go to stitcher and listen order to listen to it it's all commercial free wow too, so. episode one of smodcast i think was fisting flipper yeah i think that's what it was <laughs> why do i know that uh it's your podcaster <laughs> it's in your blood <laughs> I guess I don't know. So 2009 ish, huh? Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, I was. So I was around yeah, the time I first got on Twitter. So that's probably around the time we met. <laughs> probably. I mean, honestly, no, we met um, on uh, on DJ James's uh, podcast when he did the uh, the Sunday night thing. Oh, is that where? Really? It was yeah. it was that late? I didn't realize that. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, I heard your name. I think I've heard your name before because there were a couple times that you might have been mentioned on shows where it's just like, oh, somebody wrote in or something like that. I forget what show, though. That's accurate. I Well, it's probably Nooner. I mean, that's the one that I interact with is the, the most. I mean, it's the one I still interact with because uh, I, I do the Tumblr over there on uh, Tuesdays mornings, uh, I think is what it's called. And it's uh, Darren Husted out of the UK and me here. And uh, the morning... The Nooner people on Tuesday mornings at nine o'clock Pacific Standard Time, uh, they have their morning show that's been running for God, I don't know, it's over five, less than seven years, I think now. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it just we started doing the tumbler, I think, two years ago. And it was ju- it's just basically what I used to do in the uh, in the Sunday service or at the, or when he would do the breaks, which is the a topic would come up and I'd shoot him a link, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of us did that, but you you got it on point. Oh uh, well, at that point. <laughs> I think I might You're have. Like, I remember that one. I might have had less of a delay where I was at too, because it it. it, it I don't know how – like there were times when I would put the answer out before people uh, further away, I guess, or, or in, some pla- in some locations. I don't know if it's further away or how the tech works, but some people hadn't even heard the question yet. But I would already heard the question. So when I went to you know put the information up there, it happened so fast to people who were on the delay <laughs> that it probably seemed a little magical at times. But, but yeah. It, but no, it was just uh, you know just um, just quick – typing and kind of going oh that's interesting i wonder if they want to know about that i mean i wasn't sure if it was annoying or not but they were nice to me so uh, i just sort of kept doing it <laughs> kept- it's just like them this is like they're he's he's a good guy and then they lean out of the mic he's like that guy's such an asshole he's <laughs> like, why does he do that he's ruining the show we love you we love you rap t uh, <laughs> that sounds like yeah we love you rap t. i think i've heard uh well i, I don't think uh, i think uh james would just call me tyson but yeah so after a while they yeah. well they call me tyson now too like they used to call me they used to say Rev T says da 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 da, you know. And, yeah, or, a lot of people I haven't really like. I think you're the only one that I really kept up with out of that group, and really? like I haven't heard from James and forever. Yeah, well, he's still on Facebook, I believe. I think yeah. I think he is. Um, I'd really like to connect, reconnect with him, and uh, who knows, maybe even get him on Succotash. Uh James yeah. is the reason why I'm connected with uh, any of those people, um, including Ethan Dettenmeyer, I believe. So yeah. Yeah, of, of Combat Radio, I should mention. <laughs> Which, Combat Radio. It's also the way I met Hunter, um, as we talked about probably a little bit when you were on our uh, soundcast that we have together called Antisocial Show uh, mm-hmm. for a three-episode arc because we talked for three hours or more or something. God, we talked. Uh, we also get yeah, also that was just as you listen to those episodes, though, you can hear me getting drunker and drunker and drunker. <laughs> That's funny. See, I can't hear. I can't hear that you're getting drunker. I just, I just hear, uh, you know, us doing the thing. But you probably know more what you sound like when you're drunk. Like you can tell. Well, I get more. I get more chatty. Oh, okay. Well, that's. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's an audio medium, so you know. <laughs> well, it's also like the podcaster in me, but I have not actually drink. Uh, had a drink in. Um, I have three more days in my thirty days of not drinking. So. Really? What uh, may I ask? What uh, why why you decided to uh, take that personal challenge? Well, I needed a. I feel like I needed a full body reset. There was um, maybe a week or so before the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. I kind of had another bad panic attack, and so um, one of the things that my grandma had bought brought bought this up, and so did my mom. They think I might be suffering from a little bit of like minor PTSD. Oh, um, from two years ago when I got robbed at gunpoint. Oh yes. Um. So, and so I. It's been. They don't think I've been dealing with it. Hmm. In a good way of some kind, and I just I wouldn't. Honestly, I think my mom said it's like if I need to go see a therapist, then you need to go see one, which I probably do, but I don't know, like. I honestly don't know at this point, but still, to that side of the point, I had a panic attack, mm-hmm. and so I kind of felt like my body was telling me one thing. It's just like maybe you should take it easy. So I just been taking it easy. I cut down on, I haven't had a drink 
almost in almost four weeks now. It's almost four weeks now. Yeah. Um, four weeks tomorrow, or, or I guess, yeah, four weeks tomorrow. Congratulations. Um, and then on a the ninth, I can start drinking again because that's what I gave myself if I want to start drinking. Right. Uh, yes. Um, this is the 30 day thing was a mandatory thing for me. And it gave me time to kind of sit down and kind of relax and chill out and feel 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 myself again, get to know myself again. Yeah, absolutely. Get in touch with the uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you can get in touch with your feelings and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. like you know, not uh, not numb oneself to uh, like uh, I like to occasionally uh, put on a movie and well, actually, no, I, I'll, I'm a lot. What I'm doing is it's not specifically even a movie anymore. It used to be certain films would trigger me, like. Um, an emotional response, but now it's pretty much anything. So now I'm just letting myself experience it every now and then. Like, uh, I just started watching, um, uh, Tignataro's one Mississippi on, uh, Amazon on Amazon prime, mm-hmm. an original series. And, uh, the first episode is pretty, uh, heavy in spots, you know, it's really kind of pretty serious. It's also very funny in a couple of spots, but in a, you know, kind of a dark way. And the episodes aren't very long, but there's a, uh, you know, there's some, you know, there's some heartstring stuff going on there. Some really like, you know, things that are, that, that people can relate to if they've ever experienced the loss of a loved one or, you know, other things, but it's a good show. It's a pretty good show. Anyway, what yeah. I'm saying is I allow myself to have <laughs> emotional responses to things. And that way I, I think it, it probably benefits me overall because I don't keep everything stored inside and then it, it'll, that way it doesn't come out as anger or frustration. And then, then I don't take it out on the people that I care about. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or anybody, I mean, really. I mean, you know, even people I don't care about don't deserve, you know, w- w- the worst version of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, what I've been doing um, so far, so I got to, I started picking up kind of doing blog stuff again. So I've been kind of just tinkering around with that and kind of nice. editing footage somewhat. Because I, I was trying to think of something to do for the Patreon because I have a, Again, haven't been podcast. I haven't podcasted in probably a month at this point, and I need to start back up again. Okay. Um, because I love, I still love doing it. You know, sometimes life just gets in the way. You know. Oh yeah. Um, and it, and it kind of sucks doing it by yourself somewhat. And then and there's another podcast that I'm doing with a friend of mine, uh, Chris Feenan. You might have heard him a couple times on the Corey Up Show. Mm-hmm. At least um, once, yeah. Um. He, uh, he, we decided to start doing a show called, uh, the Corey episode presents sideshow. Um, our first, technically our first episode was on the Corey F show, which was our episode with my friend Bree, Mm -hmm. who has such, I'm in love with her voice. Mm -hmm. She's such a sweet girl and everything, but I'm more in love with her voice than anything. That was a good episode. And so, yeah. (laughs) And so that's been kind of the most talked about episode on the Corey Up show. Um, but I want to get back to what I was supposed to be doing with it. Entertainment news and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's why I decided to do Sideshow. Uh, so I can do stuff like that and sit there and talk and not have to get off topic and everything. You know, we could sit there. The first episode actually is going to be on suicide. Oh. There's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of a serious one. We figured to kind of get that out of the way because it's something we both dealt with mm-hmm. in life. And I've had thoughts like that before oh, yeah. myself. So it's, uh, it's, and then, you know, kind of open up a little bit more than like, there's a lot of things on there that not even you know that I've been through and 
that I haven't made public that I talk about on there. Okay. Um, edit point. Resuming edit. Um, resuming edit. I don't know, even know what they say. Cause you never hear the part where they say resuming edit or whatever, you know, not really. <laughs> um, although I have heard them say edit point and then go, uh, and then let people know that when you hear people say, uh, I'm just referring to this is such deep cut stuff from like Smodcast. I don't even know why there were some episodes <laughs> I heard more than once because we would use them. Like uh, my wife and I would put them in the, uh, on a, we have an MP3 player, um, car stereo. They would actually read MP3s off of, um, CDs. So like if you had MP3s, you could burn them onto a CD and then it would read them. And, uh, we'd listen to podcasts when we'd make the 12 hour journey between, uh, Washington, where I, uh, used to live and where she's from, and then, uh, made it down here to Arcata. Uh, you know, whenever we do that trip a couple times a year, we'd put on, uh, on Smodcasts and tell them Steve Dave episodes so that we could have something that was long and interesting to listen to on the long and boring stretches of the road. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Anyway, but yeah, so suicide. Yes, I I mean, I've been medicated in the past and I definitely have had suicidal ideations uh at one time or another. I've always managed to not let myself consider it too seriously, and I know that there are other people who can't manage that. And uh, you know, if there are any of you out there listening who, you know, are thinking of hurting yourselves, call somebody for help. Call, you know, there's a hotline. Call the hotline. Call the hotline. Do you have the hotline number handy? Um, I think I still have it on my phone. It's 1-800-273-8255. Mm-hmm. 1-800-273-8255. And honestly, I will say this. Call them, or even if you need to, if you feel like you're going to do something, mm-hmm. tw- like if you need to even tweet me, do that. You know, because we can talk. Sure. Um, like, just talk to somebody, you know, because it's hard sometimes. It's hard mm-hmm. sometimes to deal with stuff like that, especially if it's just a conversation that you need. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it, there's no shame in therapy, really, honestly. if it, it, it's, it also gives the opportunity to uh, have somebody talk else. To yeah, to have somebody who's qualified listen to your your situation and – if they're good, uh, they'll have an ability to encapsulate what you've said to them so you can hear it back, which is good for a person like me who worries that they're unable to communicate uh, or um, express themselves in a clear, uh, a clear manner. Like I, 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 there was a while there when I was like, I'm not sure that I am even saying words correctly because I appear to be not getting what should what seems like should be the correct response from people i don't i don't understand why that's happening is it me is there you know i was like is there a neural thing going on like you know um oliver sacks uh has wrote this book uh, rest in peace about uh i think it was called the man who mistook his wife for a hat and it it just there was like there's a thing called i think aphasia where you say words and you think you're saying you know a word like cat and you're actually saying bicycle so you're thinking okay. like I'm going, yeah, I'd like to go. I, I want to go. I'm going to go pet my cat. And I think I'm saying that. But what you're hearing is me actually saying I'm going to go pet my bicycle. But the thing is, I don't know the difference. So for a while there, I was I was so I was so uh, in the headspace of are people just not understanding what I'm saying that I was worried that I was actually just not saying cor- the words correctly. And they were just kind of, you know, 
didn't know how to deal with it because often that's how people deal with things is by not dealing with them. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get you. That part, you. you know, the part about not the whole thing, not the actual condition, but that. So anyway, it didn't turn out to be that, but it was a, you know, it was a kind of a dark period trying to figure out if. Anyway, so I started learning a, a new language instead because it, uh, it taught me things about communication and uh, how specific words have specific meanings and uh, it helps if everybody agrees on a meaning of a word on a word because it really uh, helps communication yeah in ways that <laughs> that should be obvious but uh, you know mm-hmm. anyway anyway yeah <laughs> I mean I, I just this episode went dark not <laughs> oh yeah yeah well you know I'm sorry well that's what that's what I do sometimes I'll, I make things dark uh, not not only skin color wise. This is now the darkest episode of Succotash you ever do. Sorry. The darkest episode of Succotash. <laughs> it's like, uh, do you remember Community? I, I, yes, I, I remember it as a show. Yes, absolutely. I've seen, yeah. I saw three, three whole seasons and uh, and bits of you, subsequent ones. Did, did you ever see the episode where the die, the dice rolling episode? Oh, that that was that one of the ones that was on Yahoo. Um, I no, that was one of the. It was still on NBC. It was before Donald Glover left. Um, I think it was actually that season um, that they did that or the season before, but there's actually uh, where they roll like a 20 sided die to determine reality. Yeah. Like which reality would be the one. And one of them is the darkest timeline. Yes. The darkest timeline. Oh, that must be the, okay. That makes sense. So yeah, there's a, that I don't know where the, the concept of the darkest timeline came from as a, as a, as a, uh, as a thing, but it is possible that the, there's this group of people in the UK that I watch um, their videos uh, outside Xbox. They also have a, a channel called uh, Outside Extra, and um, they have various um, videos that are like uh, they're all for gamer people. So it's like seven times you sometimes the game is so meta it freaked us out, or mm-hmm. um, you know eight games that that we swear are messing with you on purpose or whatever it is you know like and then uh one of them was uh i think it was seven times it was the darkest timeline in video games so it was like it would show alternate timelines either for real history or for i guess existing stuff in games and one of them was uh for the force awakens or force awakens for the uh force unleashed uh the did you ever play that star wars game yeah, I finished the first one, and I was very disappointed by the second one. I heard the second was disappointing as well. Apparently, in either the original Force Awakens or in the second one, there's like, well, you can basically kill off the entire original Star Wars cast one by one, and it it and it's kind of shows like each one. So it's like, oh, including I think there's an ending where Luke turns to the dark side, so his eyes turn yellow and everything. <laughs> Oh wow! So they're like, you know, this is one of those times when it was the darkest timeline. So when you said the darkest timeline, I was like, oh, that. That's, that's like, yeah, I wonder if that's a, is that a Doctor Who thing or like, um, or is that just a common, like, um, referring to something as the darkest timeline, you know, uh, maybe they're yeah, commu- I'm, community fans. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it, it's probably been a concept that's been there since, since probably film and books started and all that. Like even Star Trek, OG series had like the darkest you know, time I had Spock with a goatee. <laughs> well, the mirror, the, well, the mirror universe is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Spock. That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, we're indicating that they're evil because they have goatees. Yeah, it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I th- wasn't there a Shatner with a goatee as well? 
Um, I think there was a, an evil Shatner when he split himself up in uh, in a transporter. Oh well, that one's yeah, that's the yeah. enemy within. I think. Um, yeah. There's like a poodle with a, or some kind of dog, with with a unicorn horn on it, and it was like spray painted. Well, I don't know. It was pink, and uh, yeah, yeah. The the uh, transporter was malfunctioning, so like the dog came up, and then like I think Shatner came up, and then. A, a second dog comes up and it's a split dog and they're like, Oh, what are we going to do with this, this other dog? I don't know. Well, we better get it to sick bay or whatever and figure out what's going on. And when they leave another Shatner comes up and it's the evil Shatner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good episode. That was uh that's probably one of the most recognizable. Oops. One of the ones that most people know of. I don't know how to put that, but yeah, that's, I mean, it. I, I heard about it first on Babylon. So, Oh, on Hollywood Babylon. Really? Yeah. What was the, uh, did they have an evil Garmin, evil Kev, or was there like a? No, they talked about it. Um, they talked about that clip on there. Um, I mean, if there's an evil Kev and an evil Garmin, then Ralph Garmin is, well, he's just angry. And I feel like if there was an evil version of him, uh, Ralph Garmin would be nice, and Kevin would be the evil one. <laughs> oh yeah, Kevin would be the one like all oh, these films are terrible. <laughs> Yeah, you're go- you're gonna live in hope and die in despair. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and but oddly enough, one still smokes weed and one still drinks. <laughs> Turns out it's Garmin who smokes and like Kevin who's got the Jack Daniel IV. Yeah, true. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Jack Daniel's IV mustn't uh, oh, mustn't mess God. up the pluralization. This episode of Suckatash is sponsored in part by TrumpPoetry.com, a chronological ode to a fake muse. Enjoy a rhyming spin on the news of the day every day, as well as over 500 archived daily verses thoroughly covering the White House, America, and the world with a sticky caramel coating that's impossible to remove. That's TrumpPoetry.com. Everything you need to know in rhyming couplets. Trump Poetry. Yes, TrumpPoetry.com. The first selection is from August 13th of 2018. It's number 892. Do words exist that error should not be said? And who is there to forcibly prohibit them? Then what is lost? Should we no more exhibit them? Or would they but explode inside our head? And what is truly served when they are uttered in instant global reach inciting hate? No more with tact or prudence must we wait. And now in flames hear truth and discourse guttered. But what of those upon the hearing end, so sweet to dream the dreams of sheltered ears? Or are we stronger listening to our fears? A rended fabric needs both sides to mend. Beyond the fog of what was thought was meant, may we be judged upon our true intent. And here's a limerick from August 1st of 2018. Number 904. You'd best be a ducker and sprinter, for it might be a bloody long winter. You can get yourself killed since now folks can build a gun from a 3D printer. Right? Right. Let's continue my interview with Corey Epps. Um, so I have a question. Now, I have a question. I have questions. You, sir, with a question. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, so I understand you may have started uh, Twitch gaming or gaming on Twitch recently? Yeah, kind of. Kind I've, of. Um, I mean, I'll do it every once in a while. It's not like a regular thing. Mm-hmm. But mostly, um, like right now, I've been playing GTA. 
I've been playing uh, the. I bought a Arkham bundle, so Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Nice. Um, I started playing Arkham Asylum, Rise of the Tomb Raider. So every once in a while, every, on Sundays, I'll hop on and do a live stream. Sometimes I'll do it mic'd. Sometimes I won't because sometimes I just don't want to talk. Sure. But I mean, it's on. It's on Twitch. I decided to go with Twitch instead of uh, YouTube because that way I can also try to get like. You know, sort of an affiliate kind of deal. Yeah. On there too, if you do a certain amount of hours, which would be kind of cool. You could get a sponsor. Um. Or you could get yeah, maybe sponsors. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I um. I just I, like I thought it was interesting. And my friend Ellie does hers. Um. My friend Ginger was doing it, and she kind of. I think she kind of just got tired of it. Um. So I don't know. Like I, I like it every once in a while. I mean, to be honest. Like, if I, I if I'm gonna sit there and play something, I might as well be like, yeah, I might as well make a show out of it, you know? Yeah, that's... it's kind of hard. It's it's kind of hard to do that with GTA Online, though, because you got a bunch of people talking on there and doing stuff, and you don't necessarily have your own server. If you do have your own server, then you're pretty lucky. Um, then that may that way you can kind of open it up to friends. Neat. How do you stream uh, on Twitch? Do you with a laptop or do you have a separate camera? Um, or? I have a PS4. Um, I can hook up a webcam to it if I wanted to, but I don't necessarily have a webcam anymore. Uh-huh. Um, so I have my microphone that I just plug into the PS4 uh-huh. and it broadcasts my voice out there. So you don't see me, but you hear my voice. So it's oh, kind of like, interesting. it's kind of a riff tracks kind of deal if I want to. So every once in a while, when it comes to a cutscene, I will riff on the cutscene. Nice. Oh yeah, riff tracks. Love love riff tracks. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we we got a, a new capture card recently, so I can. Uh, well, I mean, we got a capture card. We didn't have one before. We were using um, rewritables uh, DVDs and a uh, to capture our game footage, but we've we're, we've gone fully digital now, so it all goes onto a card, and then it uh, offloads onto my laptop, where I put the two streams together and pray. No, um, and then I go through and edit it down and. You know, hopefully it's not boring. <laughs> um, not a lot of views right now, but, uh, you know, the, I'm still going to put more up because eventually, you know, somebody's going to see one and like it and then want to see the other ones. So, you know, mm-hmm. or at least one of the other ones, maybe. Or maybe people will hate watch it. I don't really care. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> views are views. Yeah, no, I, I, I like I like I like doing it. It's um it's interesting to me. Every once in a while, like I said, every once in a while I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I'm I'm gaming by myself anyway. I have I, there's I have a bunch of games that I still haven't even gone through yet. You know, it might be uh you could if you're going to just do the audio. Um, when I say just, I don't mean like ah, just. I mean like only if you are only going to do the audio, then you don't have to worry about editing video. It would be very possible for you to have another person there and then you can record that and release part of that as a podcast. That way you've got your, well, that, your, your that, game that is, and, and audio. That Sorry. is the plan actually. Um, oh, nice. It's just the fact that a lot of my friends don't like to come over to my house. So, and that's not like a, like, cause I'm like bad person or anything. It's just like, can nobody, they're all, it's all, my friends are sometimes a little weird about going outside their comfort zone sure. to a point. So like I can I would I can definitely want to I definitely want to get uh one of my roommates on here on on the podcast at some point but um but I want to I want to do like a thing where I can sit down and 
we could play a game or something and mm-hmm. maybe record at, at while we're playing a game and, and everything. Because, like, again, this is this new microphone I got now sounds way clearer than the last microphone that I had. Good. Uh, I mean, not good like, well, because the other one sucked, but good because, yeah, good for you. Awesome. It's I love it when tech works. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> when the when the desired results are had, that's a that's a big plus because people don't understand how much how uh, how how much work it sounds uh, it can be to get something to sound or look as good as we can get it. Yeah, which may not even be up to our own standards often. True, 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 true. Uh, yeah, it it takes a it takes a lot to like a lot of people listen to a podcast, be like, I can do this or whatever, but it's like, yeah, you can do that. But are you also going to take the time to sit down and edit this? Are you going to going to go back and listen? Are you going to go cut out some of those ums if you want to or whatever? Like I honestly, like I said, I, I come from a small Smodcast, the school of Smodcast. So mm-hmm. the ums are definitely my editing points. Such a very specific thing too that they're like, um, yeah. I think they were like, oh, uh, bitches. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, snuggernooch! Snuggernooch, yeah. A whole world to be had out there. Um, it's a very nice, Kevin Smith. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not the best. Uh, it's closer to uh, Seth Rogen, maybe even. I don't know, but yeah, it oh, is. It is really? meant to. Yeah. It is meant to be Kevin, but it's. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, no, I was laughing. Oh, thanks. I didn't want to. It seemed like I'm mocking him. I just he's just got a very distinct kind of imitatable like. Like there is this, you can hear his voice uh, changing over Smodcast if you're if you're able to listen to you know the whole. Yeah, yeah, you can. Like he starts off kind of high, like here, and then like as soon as the weed kicks, as soon as the weed kicks in, he's like down here. It's like, hey, welcome to Smodcast. Welcome to Smodcast. Yeah, he just kind of gets down there. There's also a, there's also a body movement thing. This is one thing I learned from Ralph Garman, just watching him on, on the clips and stuff. Hmm. Like it kind of you kind of transform a little bit. Like if you look at him doing Pacino, mm. he'd be like, "Wow!" And his his lips will kind of quiver just a little bit, like an Elvis kind of thing. That makes sense. Oh, he's letting it he's letting it inhabit or him or he's finding the yeah. I mean, it's like uh, stretching a muscle. Sometimes you're gonna make a face. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah. Like I have to hold my mouth in a certain way and. In order to, there's this sound. I have to like remember what fun we had when you poisoned me, my dear. You know, it's it's kind of you know, it's like that. It's but it's 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 not quite there yet. But it's Vincent Price and getting that. I figured out the keys to it is there's a round sound that he does, and it's in here. So it's round and it's soft, and then it's there's sort of an Orson Welles kind of you know Orson is kind of down here, sort of pinky yeah. pinky in the brain. He's kind, kind of, of down and soft. Yes, it's down there. So you add the two together and then occasionally push forward. Then you have to kind of make a <laughs> kind of sound because he'll smile. And when he smiles, his mouth shape changes. So it's like there's it's accommodating those things. And then it's just a matter of boiling it down to like, well, what's the most basic thing I could say is Vincent Price to get it across in one thing? And I don't have that yet. But like um, Dan Harmon's thing is spider's delight. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. And also the the internal monologue in the Last Man on Earth uh, that uh, that uh, the Corman film that um, or that Corman had something to do with it that Vincent Price was in where he's like you know the Omega the the original the Omega Man or I Am Legend film was with Vincent Price Last Man on Earth and he's like walking around going mm, sunrise <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> must yeah. must remember to get more garlic. You know, <laughs> 
He's doing his grocery list. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's, he's well, like, that's what it is. Yeah, because he's got to fend. Well, have you seen I Am Legend? <laughs> it's the same plot it's he's fending off like the night creatures you know but he's like that he's got all the daytime to go around and gather supplies and get garlic because they're sort of like vampires i don't even know if there's a garlic component in the will smith film but uh anyway yeah so there's that um i know for me i can't really do too many like i can't do celebrity voices i can do like i can do voices but like it's hard for me to do like somebody's voice you know like I can talk like this the whole time and sound like I'm from uh, Great Britain if I want to, yeah. uh, or uh, a little bit of Australia on there, you know, shipping a Bobby. Uh, maybe I can do a little Kiwi, yeah. Aye. That's probably something. It's pretty good. A little um, Kiwi, yeah. yeah. So- a little Kiwi, yeah, yeah. It's like Brit, Brit. <laughs> Uh, oh yes, there's so many different British accents. That's like uh, there's a great accent that uh, um, Damien Dent has from Strange Times. I don't know if you ever listened to that soundcast, but uh, you might have fun listening to them. They 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 do do well to have you on as a guest at one point or another. But I don't know if if they're familiar with your oeuvre or not. I just like. I know, man, I've been gone long enough that like not many people. It's kind of a fresh reset. Like people. We're like, oh, you've been pod. It's like, you're. Is this a new podcast? You new at this? And I'm just like, no, no, I've been doing this since 2011. Uh, I took two years off because you know I, I went through something very emotional at that point. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else can I do. I mean, I can do like a cartoon. Well, I can do. I mean, I can't really do like I can always go the the Michael Caine of it all, like Kevin's oh. way. It's like the shies of a tangerine. Oh yeah, size of a tangerine. Yeah, I, can, I can't even do Michael Caine. He's Michael because you have to start with his name. Michael is Cockney. Yeah, no, so Cockney. Michael, Michael. It's like Michael. Hello, Michael. hello, I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. Michael, Mister. I, I, I might be able to do Michael. Michael Jackson. I was like, oh, I might be able to. I was like, listen, <clears throat> you got to get really soft with his voice, though. You got to like, yeah, like Tito, stop it, stop it, Tito. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, look, it's all love, it's all love. It's just, you know, if stop it, Tito, stop it, stop playing. No, it's two <laughs> steps to the left. And I'm sorry, but it was, it was, we did this in rehearsal, right? Guys? It was two steps to the left, <laughs> then two steps to the right, not one and one. I'm, look, I'm, yeah. you guys are a bunch of amateurs. I'm getting out of here because he was always, where's, where's Bubbles? Bubbles, Bubbles, come here, Bubbles. <laughs> How about Roseanne? Do you think you could do Roseanne? Roseanne, um, where's her Twitter page? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or you can just kind of maybe just start with sort of the, you know. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like he couldn't pick up the the couch cushions and find the oh, Cheetos God. himself. It's actually, Jesus Christ, that is Roseanne. <laughs> it's really close to Louis Anderson, though. That's the thing. It's like they're very they're they're very similar voices. It's sort of that Midwestern kind of um, sort of nasally kind of like this is Louis Anderson. He's sort of like a. Oh, people look at me and they're like, "Do you think he knows he's that fat?" I'm like, of course not. <laughs> That's actually one of his bits from the old days. You know, um, old old day Louis. Old old yeah, good old uh, Louis Anderson. Um, but it's and that's that's basically my Roseanne is essentially it's Louis Anderson with a little bit more. It's a little higher, a little rounder. It's kind of like and it goes to there. But I don't have any like I haven't worked any of these into routines. They're just they're not really useful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not, neither have I. Like, I can't, I can't pull out a Bill Cobb. I can't be like, oh, Jello Pudding Pop. Oh, I can't do that. But that voice I, is I, funny, though. Like, if, yeah, you, if you did that as a character, that would be a whole other thing. Like, you could just pretend you're doing a, a Bill Cosby, and it would be, you know, it would be a whole other guy. That that would work. 
I'm just saying. True, and I can't I can't do like a Rick and Rick and more. I can do kind of my version. I can do my version of things. Like I, if I pull out a Rick, it's gonna be like, listen, Morty, me and you, me and you're gonna gonna go take over the world because <laughs> fuck it, we can move to another one after we're done with this. Oh Jesus! And it's Rick and like oh, it's all geez, Rick. Just uh, this is not cool, Rick. Let's get your little friend Jessica. We're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, uh, Dominator thirty four. Woo! No, <laughs> that was a test, Marty, and you passed. <laughs> good job, Marty. <laughs> you, you, good job, Marty. You passed. Er. You passed the test. You. Uh, <laughs> it's just him on a deathbed. Like holy shit. It's funny. I think yeah. Rick died. Uh, at least once, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, a couple times. A couple times. <laughs> got news for you, Marty. <laughs> you would probably say it that way, too. I got news for you. It's like, geez, Doc. No. Oh, yeah. Doc and Marty. Doc and Marty. Geez, Doc, are you telling me my son's going to be an asshole in the future? <laughs> oh, oh, no, Marty. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like, is this, is this sucker nuclear? No, no, no. This sucker's electric. <laughs> I need, oh, I need the plutonium oh, to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts required. 1.21 gigawatts? <laughs> what the hell is a gigawatt? Something that nobody cares about right now because it's 1985. <laughs> Which is it's hilarious because it means that the whole time when he was recording him saying it the first time, he he didn't – I mean he didn't really even ask what a gigawatt was. He just sort of like – well, of course his job was just cameraman at that point really honestly. It's like, well, sorry, Doc. I don't understand what you're saying. It's like you don't have to. The people he's talking to on the videotape <laughs> – need to understand what he's saying <laughs> but it's so yeah and then later he hears gigawatt again and he has to actually ask what it is and he's saying it wrong but whatever he's like i tried to sleep with my mom <laughs> doc doc my dog my mom tried to sleep with me this is heavy wait there's nothing heavy, to doc. do with it <laughs> sorry that's a classic line too it's a great movie okay let's let's just do we're, let's do the audio play for uh for back to the future here we go uh one day no <laughs> one day Yes. One day, Marty woke up. That's about it. He went into the room filled with clocks, turned on the amp, got blown on his ass. His first, <laughs> his first words are, whoa. Whoa. And, and then rock and roll. <laughs> and then he gets the call. And then, and then uh, Huey Lewis kicks in. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the power of... Power yeah. love is curious thing. Mm-hmm. Make one man weep, make another man sing. Uh, change your heart to little white dove. It's a power something. It's a power it's of a love. Power of love. Don't take money. No, a- oh, sorry, I <laughs> jumped it. Yeah. Dun, dun. No. <laughs> um. Oh, sorry, yeah, no. you're just we got way off track. <laughs> we did. Well, yes. Even if we get off track, yes. We experienced technical problems toward the end there, so we had to cut off our conversation a bit more suddenly than intended. So I'd like to once again thank my guest, Corey Epps, here and encourage you to check out The Corey Epps Show. You can listen to the show on anchor.fm at anchor.fm forward slash k-o-r-e-y-e-p-p-s-s-w. You can find The Corey Epps Show on iTunes. You can find it on Pocket Cast. On Twitter, he's... That Evil Ted Guy, that's T-H-A-T-E-V-I-L-T-E-D-G-U-Y. On Facebook, he is facebook.com forward slash Corey Epps E-T, K-O-R-E-Y-E-P-P-S-E-T. And on Instagram, he is K-O-R-E-Y-E-P-P-S-13. 
1 and 3. You can check out Corey's music on SoundCloud, which is at K-O-R-E-V-I-L 2013 or 2013. And you can check out the Corey Epps Show Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Corey Show forward slash overview if you'd like to become a Patreon patron. A pay, a pay, a pay Patreon. And, and. Also, the show archive of the Evil Teddy Bear podcast is at evilteddpodcast.blogspot.com. That's E V I L T E D P O D C A S T dot B L O G S P O T dot C O M. And now I'd like to thank you for spending your time with us. I appreciate it a great deal. If you like what you're hearing, I'd like to invite you to tell people about us here at Succotash, the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast. Sharing is caring, after all. And it's the most direct way to honor our request that you please pass the Succotash. You've been listening to Succotash Chats, the Comedy Soundcast Soundcast with your host, Tyson Saner. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Smart Radio, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on Donder, on Blitzen, on iHeartRadio, and on... <laughs> a laughable app. You can hear us streaming and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Succotash Show. Email us at TysonSaner at SuccotashShow.com. Or call into the Succotash hotline at our toll call number, 818-921-7212. That number again is 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us by using our direct upload link at Hightail.com slash you slash Succotash. Production of Succotash is overseen by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, hosted by Tyson Saner. Our executive producer is Mark Hershon. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Succotash. Goodbye. Goodbye.